I preach you this morning in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Trusting that we are all well. So this morning I'm going to preach to you from the text, Jude 17, 23. And the topic for this morning is signs, signs of the, of the times, a warning from the apostles. Signs of the times, a warning from the apostles. Let us pray. Most righteous, Heavenly Father, we thank you again for everything. We thank you for this morning that you have woken us in our right minds and that we could be here today giving you praises and lifting your hand. And Lord, today as your man's servant, I pray that you empower me that I will preach the say the law. And Lord, that your word will go forth. And that souls will be won. And life will be transformed. Take over right now. In Jesus' name, I ask and pray. Amen and amen. June 17, 23. The main idea for this text, church, is... Beware of false teachers and contend for the faith earnestly. You notice I had the word to it, earnestly. Because sometimes, although we are part of the kingdom of God, sometimes our faith are weak. And we do not contend for the faith. Amen? But before I begin to preach in depth this morning, I want to take you on a historical journey, historical context of this text this morning that was written by Jude. Jude was a half-brother to our Lord Jesus Christ. You hear that church? Jude was a half-brother to our Lord Jesus Christ. Jude lived at a time when Christianity was under severe political attacks from Rome and an aggressive spiritual infiltration from the Gnostics. Sowing seeds of doctrinal error. So, what I am saying here, in the time of Jude, the faith was under attack by the Gnostics who spread heresy, false doctrine. They were sowing seeds in the church of false doctrine during the time of Jude. This letter was written by Jude to what? To defend the faith against false teaching that were arising in the church at an alarming rate. It was advancing at an alarming rate led by the Gnostics to what? 
to prevent or to present the word of God as something else. So in the time of June, my friend, it was pretty interesting. But I want to easily to say to you this morning, what was happening in the time of June is happening now. It is happening right now. There is false teaching in our churches. There are preachers that are coming from the pulpit that is giving you everything. It's all about a feel good situation. It's all about prosperity gospel. It is all about motivation and not about the whole counsel of God. So there is false teaching right now happening in our churches. And this text, this letter, serve as a warning from June. And today, from this text, I have outlined for you and I want to go through it one by one, and I hope that your hearts will be blessed and you listen carefully. One, June call us to what? Persevere. He called us to persevere as Christian, as the body of Christ. And as a church that we must persevere in Christ. Amen, church. Jude said, beware of false teachers and heresies. In this text, Jude quote the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. What they were saying to us. The apostles stand in relation to the church as the prophets in relation to Israel. They speak God's authoritative word to us, my friends. The apostle wants the church of the presence of these men. In the text of Jude, Jude spoke about these men. These false teachers that will lead the church astray. My friends, and when we, do, we can reference it with the, the Gospel of Mark, Mark 13, verses 22 and 23, which Christ spoke about what? False Christ. People will come. Our teachers will come, preachers will come, and they will say, that's the Christ. And it is not they are not the Christ. Christ spoke about false prophets. And that they will perform what? Great signs and wonders and lead the people astray. If it was possible, evil, the elect, my friends. But we must be a guide. We must look out for these false prophets and these false teachers, my friends. Paul and our Lord Jesus Christ warned us of what? Fierce and ferocious wolves that will come against us. Men speaking 
twisted doctrine, masters. But this morning I want to emphasize the term that Jude used. These men. It is these men who cause what? Division in our churches. They are the ones, my friends, who are people that are worldly and defied of the Spirit of God. So these men that Jude is talking about are worldly men. They come under the cloak or the cover of Christianity, but they are not Christian. They are fighting of the Spirit of God. They are not preaching to you or teaching you the true doctrine of the gospel. I don't know me I'm only now. Because you have many church. All the God you see crowd, there are people that jump up and down. And they cling to them a heal. And they take all credit, no credit, no go to the heal and the real healer, who is Christ Jesus. Yeah, man, the Muslim church come like a dance hall. It's rock hall kind of music I play and people are jump up and down. But the Holy Spirit not there. And Jesus Christ stand up outside of the church. Because people are seeking hope and always want to feel good, but it is built on false hope. It's not built on Christ Jesus. We sat this morning, and Jesus, the solid rock, I stand. All on the ground, I want sinking sand. So we have these men against us. That is against the church. They are working in the church. These men will come into the church. These men are self-centered. And the actions of these men will lead us to a period of apostasy, as I said. And apostasy is the falling away of the church. Amen, church. The church has begun to fall away. Believe it or not, my friends, it is happening right now. And let us look at the profile of an apostate. They are ungodly persons, morally perverted. They deny Christ. They defy the flesh. They are rebellious. They are corrupted. They grumble a lot. They find fault a lot. They are self-seeking. They are mockers of the gospel. They are worldly-minded and they are without spirit. So the church, as time goes by, will begin to fall away. There's a saying, that when Christ comes, he will come and take the church out of the church. Because it's not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of God. Because the doctrine is not right. 
We must have a strong foundation in Christ. Your doctrine must be built on the gospel. It must be built on Jesus Christ. We must persevere, my Christian friend. The faith is on your dark. Everywhere you go, people are called church and church people. Everywhere you go, people are trying to do things to a mushroom church, even inside of the church, you have cliques. <laughs> Hallelujah. The apostle said, we will live in the last days and the last times. The apostle said, That there will be what? Mockers and scoffers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. There will be grumbling, there will be false fighting, and there will be false teaching, my friends. Because, you know, as my sister here prayed this morning and she talked about the word of God is like a two-edged sword. The word of God is also radical. And so we can't deal with the word of God. Because if any man be in Christ is a what? A new creation. All things are passed away. And behold, all things become what? New. But so we can't deal with it. So we want to see a dirty life in the church. In the text of Judy talk about what? The lust of her eyes. Some of us are in the church and we still lost it. Some of us in the church and we're supposed to do things right now. We still are leaving man do the easy. Talk to me, the man. Some of us still are doing some things that is illegal and that is not right. My friends, the gospel is more than a feel-good thing. The gospel is something, the gospel of Jesus Christ is one that transforms the whole body, the whole life. My friends, so I'm saying to you today, beware of false teaching. In the church, these men are men who defy, as I said. Forming small cliques within the church. Between a real Christian and the aristocracy. The spiritual, spiritual aristocracy. And the majority of the church. So you know what they do? They come and they have some people. When they recognize that the spiritual that they won't be with them, doing it the most offering. They spend the most money in the church. And they set them up against the majority of the church. So you have be a faction in church. You have done and done it in a church. My friends, the church is not united. And that is what these men will do in the last days. So you must be aware. Know the word of God that they can't trick you. Any church 
get into the category of the church. So you believe that dog or a mountain that is still fearless. Anything that will equate itself like the church has to believe in Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. That is the church. You know what is happening most of all today, my friends? When you watch the TV and all of these things, the gospel is turning into an idea. An idea. Yes. It's an idea, no? You become an idea. an idea. So if you support a particular political party and defend certain things as a Christian, you will support that. It's an ideology. The gospel is more than that. It is bigger than an ideology. It is bigger than an idea. It is bigger than a concept. My friends, we must keep the faith. Times are challenging, but God is depending on us, church. And church today, as I said, as we persevere, we must what? Live the faith. You can't say you're a Christian and you're not living the faith. You must what? Know the faith. You must study your Bible. Meditate on the word of God day and night. You must come to Bible studies. Know the faith. We must defend the faith, my friends. You know what? Christian nowadays so coward he will speak in public about the fear. Most Christian nowadays refatan, my friend. Have the faith as a private thing. You work at your workplace and nobody don't know say you are Christian. You know your community and nobody don't know say you are Christian. You're not, you're not defending the faith. You're not using the faith to challenge whatever is happening that is wrong. You're not using the faith to engage the world, my friend, to defend the faith. Share the faith. As we persevere, we must share the faith. How much of us, when we're done church one Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon, show them we can share the faith of Jesus Christ in us? The church is dormant when it comes to that. We don't do it well. Some church on the on Sunday. Some Christians are over Sunday morning, they come to church. We call them Sunday morning only. What you do during the week? Are you sharing the faith, my friend? We must rescue and care for those who are endangered. Because when your apostasy comes, when the falling away of the church comes, some of us will fall away with the false teachers and the false prophets. 
They will lead us astray. Those who are not firm, who know of a firm foundation in Christ Jesus. So we must seek to rescue and care for those who are in danger. Paul teaches us that we must build up the ones that are weak in Christ. So if you're strong in Christ, you must build up those who are weak. The church has stopped doing that sadly. My friends, this church become individualistic. My salvation is about me and God alone. No other. And that is wrong, my friends. Paul wrote. And when you look at these men, what they will do with the church, in their teaching, Paul wrote. In Galatians, Galatians 1 verse 8. If any man preach any other gospel upon you than what he has received, let him be a curse. Let him be eternally condemned. So whosoever preach and teach something other than the gospel of Jesus Christ, let him be a curse. But if I will angel come to you, and if I preach, I teach something other than the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let him be a curse. My friends, the gospel is from God, not man. It is most holy. And it brings salvation to us. It brings our whole life, intellect, actions, conscience, and motives. And imagination into the conformity of the word of God. That is what the gospel of Jesus Christ does to us, church. The gospel message was given to the church. It is for the church. So the church can use it to spread it to win souls, my friends. Now I want to come to the next point. And my whole life contending with the fear. So what I said to you, you must what? Persevere. No give up. Keep the fear. Lift the fear. Share the fear. To contend with the fear as a Christian. Amen. Jude said here, we must build up ourselves in your holy fear. Build up yourself in your fear. So we will not sit on our bench and we will do nothing else to learn about Jesus Christ. So we must not even surrender totally to the Holy Spirit that he can lead us and teach us and witness to us about Jesus Christ. Content for the feet. This faith is a Christian doctrine. Not a worldly doctrine. The Christian doctrine. The gospel. Who will fast at the gospel of Jesus Christ church? You're living in the last days. And you need to hold even stronger on the gospel of Jesus Christ. This faith leads us to our salvation, which is our future hope of Christ returning. Our faith is true, tied. 
to Calvary. Our feet are not foolish feet. Christ went to the cross and Calvary and died for us. And our feet is anchored on Calvary. The blood of Jesus Christ, the blood that Jesus Christ shed. Way back at Calvary, we must take care of ourselves, Joseph. Ensuring that we are correctly centered on God and Christ and His gospel. Some of us are nowhere in church. We are centered on other things. We are not centered on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Our mind is another thing. Our mind is not the mind of Christ. Our minds and the world and the things that the world can give us. Center, center it and anchor it on Christ Jesus and the gospel. We have a certain responsibility, my friends, to those who are falling because of false teaching. We must help them. We must keep ourselves firmly fixed and the great future what which God has promised us, my friends. So there is a hope for us. There is a future for us through Christ Jesus when he comes back, my friends. Jude said to contend for the state, we must what? Always pray in the spirit. Okay, you have Christianity and you have no, you have no spirit. It's the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, that leads the church. So you must always pray in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit will reveal the false teachers to you. He will give you discernment that you can recognize the false teachers. The Holy Spirit will teach you the true Christian witness. I witness to you and lead you into the into true Christianity. My friends, there is no Christianity without the Spirit, as I said before. The Spirit is God's gift to the church. It happens at Pentecost. And to each of us, when we are converted, we get the Spirit. In contending for the faith, Jude said, well, keep yourself in God's love. Can you need it? God is love. Through his love, salvation is given to us. But listen, this love of God has several different parts, and I want to discuss them with you this morning. I don't want you to listen to them carefully. The first part of it is that it is a love that what? Recognize. And what do I mean by that? God recognizes everybody no matter what or who you are. No matter what or who you are. No matter what demographics you are from. You could be poor and living in the inner city. Or you could live in Beverly Hills and rich. God recognizes you as a human. So God recognizes humanity. That's the love of God. 
It is a love that will respond. So when you are in trouble, when you are in dire need, the love of God will respond to you. He will come to your rescue. And three, it is a love that compels you. And four, a love that remains in love. When God loves you, He must keep our loving you. God loves you to the door of hell and to the gate of hell. So Jude is saying here to contend with the fear, you have to what? keep yourself in the love of God. Then Jude said we must what? wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ when you are contending with the fear. It means that we must wait for our eternal life. Eternal life is quality life while you are living and when you are in heaven. It's quality life. We must wait on Christ Jesus for the future is second come. Christianity makes sense only if the promises of God are kept, and that is why we must contend with the faith. Church, it is imperative to contend with the faith. Do not succumb to our group and pray and pray our peer pressure. Group and what peer pressure. Your life should judge them. At least what I'm saying to you, your church. When you live the fear, your life will judge them. You live in Riverton here, and the majority of the people are not Christian, and you're going to church. They will criticize you and try to attack you. But when you live the fear, your life must judge them. What do I mean, what do I mean by that? It is love over hate. Forgiveness over malice, honesty over dishonesty, truth over lying, and right over wrong. Because they want to pressure you to do things that is wrong. And uphold it and call it right. You know, see, nowadays a new language. When you think they good, the youngster say it's bad. It's wicked. It's sick. Those are the language of the world. Because the world is trying to come against the word of God. There should be a vigorous and earnest content contending for the faith. And the final outline was content for the faith for what? The fallen Christians. As I tell you, so Christianity, you know, live it for yourself alone. You must live it for others. Be merciful to those who don't. Sometimes we come in a church and we have some weak Christians and man who say that we can't even discuss them and criticize them. That is not so. We must be what? Merciful. We must be patient. We must help them along in the world, help them to grow in the world. We must snatch others from the fire and get them saved. Spread the faith, the gospel to your neighbors, 
in rivers that are everywhere you go, so that you can snatch them from the fire of hell. So you can get them saved, that the Holy Spirit can save them, can draw them to God and Christ Jesus save them. Show mercy to others as we contend for the faith. And church, let me apply today to you this text again written by Job. We are living in the same situation that Jude spoke about and the apostles spoke, uh, spoke about. Jude said that we must persevere and contend with the faith. And I want to remind you again how we do it. As we apply this text, keep the faith. No let go, no give up, no surrender, no matter the situation. Keep the faith. Live the faith. Know the faith. Defend the faith. Share the faith. Rescue and care for those who are in danger by false teaching. Heaven Church, and this is what we should, how we should apply this text today. And my friends, in closing, I want to say to you, people of Riverton, as Christians, we live in a world with what? A deteriorating future. Every day you wake up, things are get worse. People are missing. Women are get killed by their spouses. Financial are get more corrupt. More churches are closed. More heresy and false teaching continues. So we are living in a world of a deteriorating future. A world where sin is rampant and Christ is denied. The gospel has turned into an ideology. Idolatry is the culture of the day. Man have become lovers of themselves. Not of Christ or of God, my friends. <laughs> Our Christian faith is under attack daily. But as Christians, we must have persevere, content with the faith. Live the faith, keep the faith, know the faith, and share the faith. We cannot run away and surrender to the things of this world. We must push ahead, continue our mission in Christ and fulfill it. And be ready for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. The church today, I can celebrate about emphasizing fear. Your fear is the most important thing to you. Continue to live for Christ. Continue to trust in Christ. And He will take care of your needs day by day. I thank you for listening to the Word of God. You are my heart's desire.